This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, Alice Pod fans, it's JR here. Burt's Babes, Hoddle's Heroes, even Decanio's Dozens. We've had some iconic lineups in our history at Swindon, just like the legendary menu at McDonald's. Parking or Austin, sweet curry or barbecue? Why not get a McNugget share box to enjoy the debates with your mates? And thanks to book delivery, every drop-off could be a home win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points too. No one wants to drop points at home, and with tasty rewards to earn, you won't be missing out. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com Rogers is streaking ahead and he's onside. Beautiful play! That is that! What a good shot! Oh, 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 start the the talk sport era hello terry hello rich how are you <laughs> yeah i'm okay and this is a this is a bonus pod a emergency pod stuff has happened pod i, I don't know how i want to sort of label it but i think all things considered it would be remiss of us if we didn't give it a little bit of time um and that's in relation to the last 24 hours in the wonderful world of Swindon Townland I would like to just be talking about like the bullet points of a fans forum where Michael Flynn was very good but alas we're not in this one no and you know there was me Rich just eagerly awaiting the STFC lotto um so I could so I could win big and maybe buy a couple of percent of the club when I should have just sat tight and waited for a couple of percent to appear um, <laughs> that um yeah we're all ready for our trip to New York too so yeah little petty digs we get a lot of stick um we might get a lot of stick for this episode when we're, we're going to try not to flat wildly and we're just going to deal with what's here but of course we're going to ask hypothetical questions nearer to the end so all of this, this whole saga started yesterday morning when a screenshot from Company's House emerged um, titled Full Details of Shareholders, stating the details below relate to individuals, corporate bodies that were shareholders during the review period 
or that cease to be shareholders since the date of the previous confirma confirmation statement. Shareholder information for non-traded company as the confirmation statement date is shown below. Shareholding one, 2,318 transferred on the 30th of September 2002. 8,145 ordinary shares held at the date of this confirmation statement, and that is Axis Football Investment Limited. Then, then which is the surprising bits, is shareholding two, 1,794 ordinary shares held at the date of confirmation statement to a Holly Kiley, and then shareholding three, 524 ordinary shares held during this period by a Bethany Parladorio. So, Terry, what does this mean? Well, that's the million dollar question, Rich, isn't it? I mean, it depends who you listen to. It, it either means nothing because it was an honest mistake, Gov, or it 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 means that look, our reading of this and the general consensus here, and neither of us are you know, neither of us are corporate finance experts or or company structure governance experts, but our reading of this is in September last year, twenty percent of the shares of the of the holding co so it's it, swinton swinton reds 20 limited isn't it mm -hmm. um were transferred three quarters of that 20 percent went to um we're assuming a, a a female relative of chris kiley and a quarter of the 20 percent were, were transferred to a female relative of of uh i can't eddie, I, what's the fellas eddie, eddie Palladino, let's just go with Palladino, that. Sorry, Eddie Palladino. Now, Mr. Palladino is listed as um, the club's and Clem's legal counsel in advisory board notes and has also, um, possibly coincidentally, possibly not, uh, acted on behalf of Michael Standing in the past as well. So that's, that's the box of stuff that we know is fact and can't be disputed, right? Mm -hmm. um, now there's a whole other big box of stuff that people are now saying what this what this ultimately sort of could mean or could lead to, um, and that's when it sort of starts to unravel. But but it's, long story short, that's that's the bit that can't be disputed. Last September, twenty percent of Swinton Reds Twenty Limited was transferred out of ownership out of um, Clem's ownership via through his Axis Football Vehicle into two private individuals who happen to appear to be relatives of um, the club's lawyer, who has previously acted for Michael Standing, and also Chris Kiley, who previously has been listed only as a um, as a data consultant. Now, cast your mind back to September last year, Rich, there was um, another murky screen grab. I don't know whether you remember this, where uh, Chris Kiley was listed as a club director indeed in a guest list that was um that was leaked and that was challenged in an advisory board and it was claimed that, that was just a, an innocent human error um but looking back the timing seems rather uh coincidental yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling... that's, that's, that's the box of stuff we know they are the they are the facts as we sit here on uh, on thursday lunchtime yeah and the smoke it it it, 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 it's there isn't it um later in the day that's wednesday the 
16th of August. Um, there was a fan forum um, hosted by the Official Supporters Club and the Sir Tom Broadbent Lounge. And Rob Angus, before the forum started, um, did verbally relay a statement. Um, Rob Angus, CEO, said it's something that we became aware of at the same time you did. That's the 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 screen grab from company's house. We have spoken to Clem about it and he believes that the statement has been filed in error. He has confirmed to us that he is the 100% owner of the football club and a corrective confirmation statement will be submitted as soon as possible and then relayed that they would not be taking questions on this during a fan forum where they are <laughs> there to answer questions. Um, the fans forum was what it was. This isn't a supporters club thing. This isn't a broadband lounge thing. This isn't a trust thing. This is about Clem Morfuni, the 100% owner, the thing that they have been really, really keen to stress, almost like they're hiding something historically on this front. Now, again, this is where we reiterate, reiterate that we're not experts. And what we've seen over the last 24 hours is many fans just going, oh, here we go again. The, the, the experts are, uh, are telling us what this all means, that like these Swindon fans don't have know a lot about business. Well, this time, there are quite a few Swindon Town fans that know bits and pieces about this. And I'm not talking about, from my experience, Terry, I'm not talking about Dave67257267 on Twitter. I'm talking about people that I know outside of social media, who I know in real life, who say for this to be an error is quite extraordinary. It's it's a career ending it's a career ending mistake, right? If this is a mistake, then it's a career ending mistake for the person who's made that mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and then and that and then that's the case. Is it a case of like, oh well, never mind, someone made a mistake, they've lost their job and on we go believing that Clemble is a 100% owner. <laughs> uh, I would suggest that um, a that is hypothetical because it is not a mistake, and it, 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 it that so. But b there is still so much smoke that I don't think I don't think it can be chalked up to that anyway. Maybe that's maybe that's the route they go the club go down with their statements. Who knows? Who knows? But but just on your point, Rich, a couple of points to pick up on. Um, just on the on the fans forum, I'd like to come back to that later because. What this has done is completely overshadowed a lot of other things there. One, one, one in particular that stood out was the club saying that um, the Karachi uh, venture was absolutely nothing to do with the club ever, um, which is obviously a lie. Um, and and also, we've got to talk about Rob Angus and his position in all of this. Um, I, I really, on one hand, felt for him last night giving that update. It almost felt um, like he... I actually don't doubt that he did find out about this at the same time as everyone else. Yeah. Um, but but what that says about him and his role and his position amid the the group of owners of this club, I think, um, it is something that that will will get interesting to watch from the outside over the next coming coming days. When Rob Angus at the end of his statement said, "That's what we're saying," I think that's 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 what he said. I just wanted to throw a life raft and just grab him. It was just, we found out the CEO found out at the same time as we did. And that's what we're saying. That is a phrase that when I use, I don't believe it. 
No, no, quite. And and just on your point that you know it's very easy, and there will always be a a a, a proportion of our fan base that um, moan about people who talk about this stuff, and 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 that's that's their that's their one, that's their lookout, right? Um, but this can't be, this can't just be hid away as oh, this is standard practice in corporate governance. You don't know what you're talking about. This has been stood up multiple times from from your network, from my network, from the wider the the wider STFC community. This is not normal. It cannot be chalked up as normal. Yeah, and and I'm keen to stress that what we've done over the last sort of twelve hours or so, twenty four hours, is we have been reaching out to people who understand this a little bit more. People that aren't necessarily diehard Swindon Town fans that say, yeah, this this can be the case. But my goodness, in order for this to be a mistake, this has to happen. This has to happen. This has to happen. And then you then you submit it. Um, and, and I guess that that's that's why we lean towards this absolutely not being an error. And also the names involved, uh, it just it just connects a lot of dots to what a lot of people are saying off mic about what's happening at Swindon Town. Yeah, and I suppose that's where we start opening the box of uh, of things that aren't fact, but that but that are gaining momentum in terms of in in terms of what this could possibly mean and the reasons behind it. Um, there has been a lot of talk for a long time that Clem Morfuni isn't the sole owner of this football club. That 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 isn't. A great secret that there is a lot of discussion that that's the case and legally speaking as far as we're aware right now he does not own 100 of the football club that that's a, that is a fact if you go on company's house and look at the holding company for the football club he does not own 100 of it yeah yeah and oh dearie me and i think in terms of that ownership too i mean i said at the very start of his tenure like this is this isn't not something that I've I've what I've feared over time is one man cannot operate a football club on his own. One person cannot do it. He's been a one man boardroom. He's an exceptionally successful businessman who has a good a, a, a good wealth, but enough to run a football club on his own for for two three seasons i've always been cynical on that before the first ball was kicked i've always said that he would need um additional support and that really sort of lends to the fact that that, that there are others behind the scenes um maybe pumping money in but that's a huge allegedly it is a huge alleged well it's not a huge allegedly anymore rich because there's oh yes official documents that, that prove it um so but yeah, in terms in terms of in terms of people funding the club and stuff like that, it is a huge allegedly. But again, this is all just born out of um, the club of bizarrely obsessively leaning into being open and transparent, even when nobody really demanded it. All we demand is a a, a safe, guaranteed future as a football club and and some and, and a club that treats people well and competes at the at an appropriate level. They they have coined that they are self proclaimed open and transparent, but have been anything but for eighteen months. It, it's just it's just peculiar. What I will say is you've got to give them credit that their the constant beating of that drum has worked. They oh. have managed to manipulate a large bun, a large proportion of the fan base. That 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 is that can't be disputed. 
a hundred percent agree on that to the point whenever I see open and transparency used by the club, my toes curl because it just feels like they've 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 drifted towards the buzzwords. And if you ever if you listen to all of Clem Morfuni's interviews, they're all very that you know he is briefed and they're brief within an inch of their life because he, he wanders down avenues that we didn't ask for, you know, he'll, he'll say open and transparency. He'll say all those um, sort of bits. We saved your club. You got your club back. Jamie Russell came to Australia, um, all these things. And they're always the same over time, maybe because he's not a confident interviewee, but it, that briefing is always clear. That, that takes us quite nicely to the supporters trust who the following day on a Thursday morning um, released a statement. Um, it quoted Rob Angus's statement from the previous evening, but then they finish with, in our role to represent the fans and being individual fans ourselves, we are concerned by the notification submitted to Company's House. Clen has repeatedly confirmed to us that he is 100% owner of the football club during his ownership, and we are seeking clarification from the club to understand how this error occurred. We are also requesting that the club provides this clarification in an open and transparent manner as soon as possible for all fans to understand what is happening with our football club. So I know, Terry, that you're not a huge fan of this statement, um, and you'll explain that in a moment. But I suppose why I'm taking this as a positive is because they have felt duty bound. They must have, you know, they have they have legal minds work with the trust and they must be on the same page of like, oh, you might need to ask questions here. You might not want to just instantly just go. He saved the club. You've got your club back because there's something quite weird about this yeah so just just on very specifically on the trust statement my frustration with it rich and 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 to be clear i was i was a i was a member of the trust for a long time i was a member of the trust board for a period um and and i, I sort of and i know very loosely some of the guys still there and i don't have personal challenges with, with any of them my my overarching issue is that it's always the sort of least risky approach, um, which I get, but I'm a bit more, and this is why I guess I didn't last long involved with the trust when I, when I got there. Um, I'm, I would like to have seen it be a, bear a little bit more teeth. So what are the, what are the clarifications they seek? Um, has the, where is the, you know, this idea that an updated, um schedule of ownership will be issued in due course well well no because if this it, that, that would have already been done if it if, if it was an error you'd have you'd have you'd have fixed it immediately uh are the club claiming that this was a mistake if so they are victims of fraud and they should and they should behave like victims of fraud um are the club saying this was not a mistake but an error and they were trying to do something else if so what were they trying to do you you can't just. I would have liked to have seen the, the the trust be a lot more pointed and and a lot more specific in the clarifications that they need. Um, I think that would have been a bit more useful mm. because the, the fear is that the club. You know, all they've said is they they're seeking clarification. We're not we're not seeking clarification here. We're seeking an explanation, and those things are different. A clarification is just the club coming out and going, yeah, no, just to clarify, this was an error. 
well that's not that you know that's not that's not an explanation that's that, that we, we need more than just clarification of what's happened um my my working hypothesis here is that this, the club statement will be will just double down on what rob said last night because if it's anything other than that rob is just a sitting duck isn't he mm-hmm. so yeah. you know they're, they're not going to come out with a sort of all you know all all, all guns blazing Actually, you're you're right. This is we 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 made a mistake last night. This wasn't an error. This was very deliberate, and it was done by this person. And this is the reason. It's not going to happen. What what if what if there was no craziness to this, and they did just confirm? Yeah, for a period of time, Holly Kylie and Bethany Palladorio were both were both shareholders. What that's, what would have happened? That's a really then? interesting question, Rich, because I was having this chat with somebody yesterday. And they were like, "Why do you care? Like, why? Why do you care who own who who owns what percentage of the holding company?" Yeah. Just to be clear, I don't. <laughs> um, it's not about who owns what part of the club, because just to be super transparent, I've n- for a long time not believed that Clem Morfudi is the sole owner of the football club. So this doesn't change anything for me. The reason that I think this is so damaging is is the constant lying it that is that is the problem the constant lying so in advisory board notes claiming that chris kylie is only a, a data consultant and, and and not even an employee of the club let alone a director claiming that listing him as director in a in a um in a program notes was a human error um claiming that clemore foodie owns 100 percent of the football club routinely time and time again i don't care if chris Kylie's missus owns five percent of the football club who gives a shit don't lie don't stand up in front of a fan forum that you rearranged to have one of the owners there and then they that owner didn't turn up don't stand in front of that room and lie again and treat the fans with disdain again yeah and it's causing those fractions between in the within the fan base too because there are the fans that are just like just stop flapping all the time you know we do it <laughs> swindon are okay at the moment you know all is well just clem save the club the just you don't want another power you don't want another macquarie and then there are elements of the fan base who are going in a, not all the time that had maybe a little bit of distrust for Clem Fooney because he is a former associate of Lee Power, a former employee of Swindon Town Football Club once said to me, they they said, Oh, it's all the same people in there. The only person missing is is Lee Power and yeah. Steve Anderson. You know, it's it's the same people in there. So, you know, you can't be surprised that these people are still around because They've never gone away and they're hiding in plain sight. It's the same people. They're not all the same. They literally named Zab Austin as vice as vice chairman when he when he legally couldn't be. They're not trying to hide these people. Yeah, Adam Hart's been listed as been listed and on uh, on as a director on as or as a chairman's guest in the boardroom routinely. Like they're not trying to hide these people. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, so what if there is more input from Chris Kylie? Than I mean, I've I've seen some fans suggest that this could mean that there's there's some sort of problem within the dynamic at Swindon, which is quite interesting because there's only one owner and there's only one board member. 
how can there be how can there be a fallout unless there are additional interests in there and when we look at the club over the last month so in may rob angus put out a mission statement to the fans saying we've learned our lessons we're going to do this 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 and this and then then that hasn't been actioned to the degree that many fans expected. But that might not be because he was lying through his teeth. It might be that there has been a change. There has been maybe a fallout. There, 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 something might have happened, which means people aren't investing as much, much money in the club at the moment. Could be anything from a disagreement. Could be that the, the club might be seeking a sell. I've, I've made that I've made that suggestion at the end of last season. Um, I don't know. But th- there's a lot. There's a lot going on at the moment here, considering we only have one owner. Yeah, I guess um, I guess the sort of the way I think about this is is starting to think about what's in it for you know. There's no glamour involved in owning a, a lower league football club. So what what's in it for the people who who now do own part of it officially and who are laying claim to owning it? Um, and and I just come back to it has to be a vehicle or a route to get money that they're owed. I can't see how it's more, how it's more than that. And the fact, you know, it's interesting there, Rich, you say it's the same group of people that were here with, with power ultimately, or, or the sort of wider network of undesirables. And I, I can only assume that, that they're all waiting for the, for, for the, for the payday of what they think they're owed because they didn't get it when Club took over, did they? Um, so, you know, if, if you, if you, if you're unable, and this is very hypothetical, if you're unable to officially own and put money into a football club and have found a way to do it in the shadows and fund the football club, you're, and, and the person who is, who you are funding as the legitimate owner, um, moves on, gets replaced by somebody who you happen to know, which is convenient. But 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 there's no real exchange of fi- of cash. How do you get the money out that you think that you're owed? The only way, the only 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 way is to is to lay claim to a a percentage of the club, so that when it sells, you get your money back. And I my my working hypothesis, and this is completely guesswork, is that we're 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 not at the start of that journey, but we're we're at the start of that story being public. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's very difficult for me because there are bits and pieces that, that I hear and maybe I'm privy to. And the reason why I was so keen to to get this on the mic for an episode was because some of the stuff I hear and I'm privy to is surfacing, which is exactly what you're saying. Like just the name Kylie or Keeley in, in, is a shareholder but not Chris Kylie. It really does connect a lot of dots for me in what I hear over the last 12, 18 months. So, I mean, and I, I completely agree because we've deviated. We've gone all over the place here. We started with shareholders and what that means. And we've talked about Zav Austin and Adam Hart, but it's all the same world. It's all the same world. And it, these are people that if you were a sole owner um, and the, sole, uh, the only chairman and the only board member, you just remove them if they didn't have something that they were sticking around for and a million, enough sway. A million percent, a million percent. If you are, if, if you bought a lowly football club as sole owner and were wealthy enough to run it as a sole owner, even if you weren't wealthy enough to run it as a sole owner, you'd find other ways. Day one, you would clean house. Mm-hmm. 
and Clem has never cleaned house. No. Why has he not cleaned house? He hasn't cleaned house because, working hypothesis, he owns, not he, but there are people out there who lay claim to ownership, to shadow ownership of parts of the club and want their money out. That is that is my only working hypothesis. Yeah. And that yeah. doesn't end until the club is sold and all of the undesirable people who lay claim to a, to officially or unofficially own part of the club get their money back. Yeah. The clean cut, we were on the same timeline from 2013. Um, it's it's just the same um, timeline. And maybe when the time comes, they will have to just clean house and go because you've got to find, you know, well, you're not going to have the fan base on side um, if, they, if, they, if, if, if your concerns are indeed true, because there is a lot allegedly here. There's not a lot of fact. This is just working um, theories, but dots are connecting. Yeah, and, and it's really important to point out that it is just working theories, um, but it is starting to stand up a lot of the stuff that that you that, that is rumored. Um, you know, we can't we, we we can't not be honest about that. No, absolutely not. And one of the dot connects that I've been discussing privately with yourself, Terry, over the last season or so was that this understanding that Karachi and Zav Austin's Karachi project wasn't really Swindon Town, although Swindon Town's name and badge is all over it. And that, as you mentioned earlier, was said quite publicly during the fans forum. Yeah, this is wild, isn't it? And I think this, on any other day, this would be what we were talking about. But again, it's just an example of just, just bare lying. Um how can you stand there and say the Karachi venture was was always external to the club, nothing to do with us? And yet, you know, you it's all over your website. You've, you're on Sky Sports News. You've sent coaching staff there. It's just absurd, absurd. And and you've got so much mess in house and so much penny pinching. You know, being incapable of running a football club, and yet we think that we should be swanning off to do whatever the hell this is or whatever the hell we're doing over in Sydney, sending bloody partner clubs over for two weeks or whatever it is the hell, whatever the hell it is we're doing. Like this, it, it just stop and, and, and clear house and run at the football club and get rid of all of the nonsense and noise. Because yeah. It, it's becoming overwhelming now. Yeah. I rather suspect um, the name Swindon town, within football schools overseas sort of has a benefit to Zav Austin. And I kind of suspect it's the same for Claire Morfuni. There might not be anything sinister on it, but I, I don't think it's a long-term, um, this will benefit Swindon Town Endeavour, like they're saying. I think it is like you're much likely to find interest in soccer schools overseas if you put a English football club's name, no matter how small that club might be, on yeah. it um, to in order to get interest, um, which is no crime, but I think what we'll see in Australia will be very similar to what we what we saw in Karachi. Yeah, apart from I'm assuming the football club in Australia exists. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm followed on Instagram by a couple of the uh, the lads who play for the Karachi um, team. They very much exist, um, oh, well, as people, as people, <laughs> but <laughs> as 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 an organisation, they they remain very small with their footprint considering they're trying to do a global thing so yeah that that's that's a side um 
so it, it, I hate doing these sort of episodes, Terry. And, you know, the people wanted a Terry pod. And I, I think they'll be disappointed because I, I don't think we've we flat wildly. I think we we want answers. We're expecting a Swindon Town statement um, on the same day of recording. Unfortunately, that statement didn't emerge in time. It might shut us up completely. I don't think the questions that we're asking and the, the suggestions that we're making go away Regardless, my hope is that the statement takes ownership. But as we've already discussed, if it takes ownership, then poor old Rob Angus. Yeah, nice segment to Rob. And I really, I really want to talk about him a little bit. Just on the flapping thing, just to be super clear um, for, for people who did want me to come on and, and go on some sort of rant. Um, trust me, I've done it in private. I just... <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> I just I don't want to end. I don't want to be completely castigated. Um, but there was some, there was certainly some colourful language and wild accusations in in uh, off mic, which um which which are going to stay off mic for now. Yeah, and 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 we we did this last year when we asked questions of people. Will remember we asked questions of the club and the trust. Um, not fully linked to what we're talking about today. The response that we got was regrettable in terms of, I guess, articulated did result in a, a wow, um, quite quite a response from people who didn't really listen to the episode. Um, and we we don't want that again. But at the same time, our, our role as football fans, non-affiliated to the club, is to discuss these things. And I think we're complete, completely within our right to highlight our concerns. And sadly now, because of all the instances we've had since since well for a couple of years now even if they gave us a statement saying we're all cool i think the questions still need to be asked of the club and a million percent a million percent like you know if people want to get in touch and say we're whinging loonies who just need to get a life and not and don't spend hours and hours digging up stuff Oh, it didn't take long <laughs> i think 16 seconds i think with a video yeah. Um, just to just to batter the club with to give it to give us our, our sad pathetic lives meaning to put out a podcast then then crack on but you know what? I'd rather be I'd rather be on this side of history I'd rather be on the side of history that that asks questions even if sometimes those questions are answered and there's nothing to see I would love nothing more than there to be nothing to see here agreed agreed and, um, and- but I'm but but we have every right to ask these questions and we are a group of like-minded fans who've got together and led by you, it's got together to put out some content in the world that some people seem to enjoy. And therefore we do it. It's not going to change our opinions or our right to ask questions. Yeah. And, and that, that, that has to be the way that, that we continue to approach it. Yeah. Uh, can we talk Rob Angus? Of course. This really tricky one for me because I've got a lot of time for Rob. Um, I've, I, known him very 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 uh, what's the word lightly i suppose for 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 a long time and obviously was involved with the trust for a little bit and um he he charms my mum every time he sees her let me tell you that um <laughs> he, he he it can't it cannot be overstated that he's a lovely lovely man and, and i think it's really really important to point that out i was i was reading some stuff earlier about his role in this I can't remember who where I saw it, but somebody basically mentioned that if if he did indeed only find out this happened the same time we all did, then what does that say about his role at the club? Um, he must, you know, no CEO in the world would 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 find out about a 
update to the share ownership of the organization when the 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 company's house update gets made public so is he is he complicit is he sorry yeah is he complicit or is he just being shunned and gone around i don't know but my one thing i can back come back to is rob was a was a swindon fan long before he was ceo of, of this football club and i think a lot of people take up to this point have taken a lot of comfort in that it'll be very very interesting to see now whether he is ceo of the football club or whether he is a swindon fan and whether he is able to do both because I think Dan made a fantastic point last night, and I know he was he, he wanted to be 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 with us on this this pod, but it just didn't fall right. He made a fantastic point last night where if you played the last twenty four hours and all the nonsense back, and said it was twenty seventeen and Lee Power, Rob Angus would have been the first one to start calling out this nonsense in his role at the trust. Yeah. And I think that is, it was a fantastic point from Dan. And I think it's its probably the most tidy way of sort of packaging packaging it all up when it, when it comes to Rob and his role. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And part of what we do and what we've said since the moment power got went is we wouldn't let our guards down as fans, uh, regardless of how popular somebody is in, in the first instance, maybe in the second, third, fourth or fifth, that when these sort of things emerge, we have to highlight them and we have to discuss them and we have to sort of ask those questions because we cannot allow us to go down the full journey that we had under Lee Power. And that that is why, you know, if you are still fully, fully, fully on board with Clem Morfuni, asking these questions doesn't make you less of a fan. It doesn't make you suddenly, you know, a, a pessimist. It just means that we are asking these questions for the, for the sake of what we love doing at 3pm on a Saturday. And that's watching a football club um, because it all goes hand in hand. We don't want to talk about football governance um, and ownership, but when these sort of things happen, I think we're duty bound as fans to just, just go, well, hang on, what does this mean? not instantly assume the worst, but as we've said several times in this episode, this is not the first time and it's getting to the point now where their little sort of, don't worry about it, honestly, it's fine, isn't going to hold up with many, many fans. It's not going to hold up with the fans' organisations either. It, it's a, it's, a, it's going to be a very interesting time. Yeah, you know, every single one of these that happens, maybe the veneer crumbles a little bit and or, or you know the 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 patronizing head patting sorry guys you just don't really understand this but it's perfectly normal um that 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 sort of falls away and and frankly they've had an incredible ride of 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 18 months of fuckwittery that's gone unchallenged um or or unchallenged widely and and every time they do something like this their, their, their chance of getting away with it just become less and less and less. You know, this is a football club that have lied about the role of a vice chairman with a with a criminal record, have um, questionable links with, with people who have existed on UK's most wanted lists. Um, you know, there, there's enough. There's enough stuff going on here. We don't need to make any of this stuff up to be concerned. And if you're not concerned, then 
that's that's on that's okay that that's your choice you you enjoy your your football in the way that you enjoy it um but please don't please don't try and join that patronizing head patting stop looking for bad stuff when there isn't because there is seems that way terry that was very interesting let's see how this plays out and i'm sure we'll be talking about it again very shortly thank you very much thank you the low strangers is an independent supporters podcast the views given do not reflect those of swindertown football club or their official partners the music is provided by the great matthew kilford and the podcast logo was created by the most splendid matt in singapore thanks for listening Come on, you Reds! Come on, Fridget! Hi, Ellis Pod fans, it's JR here. If Swindon players were McDonald's items, who would they be? We've had lots of Big Macs, like the legendary Alan McLaughlin, Harry McCurdy, or even Steve McMahon. Perhaps you'd prefer to channel the power of McPlant, like Darren Ward, or maybe five chicken selects, one to enjoy for each time Ben Gladwin joined. Yep, there's one spare, but there's still time. And you don't need super scouts or data solutions to get your hands on any of these. McDelivery through the McDonald's app brings them all to you. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.